0: listening to the Darien Diaries. Hey 20something Survival Guide fam. It's me again, Darian Alexis, your host and today is actually my birthday. AKA the day I inevitably will end up in my bed crying to myself. (laughs) So I could not think of a better time to talk about birthdays in your 20s and how they can change vastly from your younger years. Today I'm going to share my 21st birthday story, which was honestly crazy in my opinion. I guess I would love to hear in your opinion if you think that it is also crazy. (laughs) As well as share with you 25 things I've learned by 25. Grab your champagne and a piece of cake because today we're celebrating. Let's be freaking for real. Birthdays after your 21st just aren't the same anymore. Everyone lives their life to be 21, but by 21, most of us are partied out anyway. So, truly, what's the point? Anyways, in my earlier 20s, I was so excited for my birthday. I would put together a birthday party and I was so, so excel- excited to celebrate with all of my friends. Singing, dancing, drinking, the whole shebang. So in honor of this episode epitho- <laughs> in honor of this episode, I thought it was only right to share my 21st birthday with you. And my 21st birthday fell on a Black Friday. AKA the day after Thanksgiving, and it was a blackout Friday, indeed. But before I talk about the actual day, I want to take you back to the day before Thanksgiving. Or is my friend Owen, the podcast host of whatever calls it, Fake Wednesday. And if you don't know what Fake Wednesday is, it's just the day before Thanksgiving when everyone rolls up to the local bar to escape the family because you're all home from the holidays from college, and everyone is at the bar being fake AF, OMG, I'm so excited to see you, ha, 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 blah, 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 blah. And on my 21st birthday, I rolled up to that local bar two days before my birthday, and to my surprise, they actually let me in. So I guess that might just be Ohio for you. But I was so excited to party with my friend, Kelsey, and I had no idea what I was getting myself into So the moment I walked into the bar, I immediately see my ex, and this was the first time I had seen him since we ended our three-year relationship, and listeners, that ish was messy. To this day, my family still laughs over the fact that my ex subtweeted my mom. That's right, he subtweeted my mama. He subtweeted my mama's cooking, and I quote, he said, at least this year, I don't have to eat green bean casserole. First of all, my mom's green big casserole rocks. Second of all, yes, jab at my white culture. Get the F out. Thank you, next. But back to the story. I ignored him and I was dancing with Kelsey when all of a sudden my sneaky link walks in. And by sneaky link, I merely mean the person that I was on and off with for a while, but like never publicly or whatever, and I will a thousand percent not be naming him or giving any indicators in this story who he is, so let's just call him Colton. But I'll say it, my ex hated, I mean my ex loathed Colton, and as I was hanging out with Colton and Kelsey, my ex demanded to speak to me. I mean, raise his voice and everything as if he was a frickin' drill sergeant. We get it, you're a Marine. Whatever. I tried to escape, but it was low key causing a scene, so I just listened and went off to the side with him. And at that moment, he basically just let me know our whole breakup was a lie and he'd met the true love of his life, and it just left me crying on my pre birthday shenanigans. Gross. Besides the point, my siblings and cousins and friends totally made up for my 21st birthday, because on my actual 21st birthday, we went out to downtown Cleveland and my cousins made me a scavenger hunt, 21 things I had to complete by the end of my 21st birthday. So I included things like yodeling on a table, a BJ shot, 21 pics with strangers, starting a conga line, etc. There were so many things. It was a blast. So if you are not yet 21, I highly, highly recommend making a list of scavenger hunt things for your friend to do because it's not just fun for your friend, it's fun for everyone and everyone gets involved that's there we documented the entire night and it was truly amazing time and my friends danced so hard one of them split their pants on the dance floor literally spongebob split my pants and scene <laughs> but jokes on me because the escapade continued when i went back to college because i did end up throwing myself a birthday party with my college friends And my birthday parties never go as planned, ever. So my 21st party in college was no different. And I should have never had as high of expectations going into my birthday party as I did. But let me tell you this, and let me tell you this now. You will know who's truly your friend and truly in your corner when that day comes. For me, I felt like I put so much time and energy into my friends' birthdays in college. And when my 21st birthday came around, not one of my three roommates even came to my birthday party. And it was in our apartment, for gosh sakes. That hurt so bad. But low-key, honestly, I guess it was just a canon event, and I still think about it all the time disclaimer, Grace was going through a breakup at this time, and we talk about this in an episode coming up. So Grace does not count because she was going through heartbreak and her boyfriend showed up to my party and insert. It was one of the first times that I realized that there's people in your life that didn't care about me as much as I cared about them. And another one of my friends that I considered to be my bestie in college also didn't come to my 21st birthday party. And I stopped reaching out to her as much after that because it was so hurtful and I think she knew how important it was to me and she just didn't show up. Petty on my part, maybe, but I really cared back then. 21 was huge for me and I bet 21 was huge for some of you listeners too. But that completes my 21st birthday story. As I mentioned before, I always cry on my birthday I don't know what it is but the birthday blues are so freaking for real and it's honestly really funny for me to think about like I will go out grab all my birthday freebies and for some reason just end up getting super sad and like ugly sobbing with snot coming out of it on my bed, and I have a mirror next to my bed, and I've always really had a mirror next to my bed. So I'll catch a glimpse of myself and remember that I'm simply being dramatic, and then I'll start laughing. And then at this point, I'm like laughing and crying and snotting, and I just look like a crazy person. So I hope no one's ever caught a glimpse of me in those moments. However, there have been some birthdays that have been a little bit better than others, and one of which was my birthday last year. I felt like the birth my birthday last year kind of stuck out to me because my coworkers at Purdue threw me a birthday party in our office. And it was one of the first times in a while that I felt special on my actual birthday opposed to just, like, a birthday weekend or something like that. Like, it's my actual birthday that I'm typically crying because I typically don't do anything on my actual birthday. But anyways, I was so appreciative because I was feeling really homesick because I wasn't, you know, living in the same state as my family, and I was missing a lot of my friends and family. So the fact that they were kind enough to have a little potluck for me was beyond special, and I miss my... Purdue family so much. Shout out to all of you. I know some of you listen, so shout out. Love you guys. But since my 21st, I've definitely cared less and less about my birthday as the years have gone on. And this year, my 25th is no different. Um, I don't have a huge desire to do anything crazy anymore. Uh, My ideal birthday now would just be a small dinner with a very close-knit group of friends, That's all I could really ask for. And I would say as you get older in your 20s, you will start to feel the same way too. Um, If there's one thing I've noticed, it's the older I get, the more that clubs turn into dinner parties and nights out turn into nights in, uh, nights with your friends turn into mimosas at brunch. And honestly, it is truly a beautiful thing. I have been loving that part of growing up. I'm not saying one is better than the other, just as you mature, you start to value things like sleep and not being hungover. (laughs) As we get older too, our birthdays are a time for introspection and they're a time for us to look back and be grateful and remember why we are the way we are and how we got here. They're not a time to compare how many people posted on our Facebook wall. And trust me, I used to do this all the time. I would totally keep a tally of who used to say happy birthday to me, and now I simply don't care. That is growth, ladies and gentlemen. I definitely still always appreciate it when someone's reaching out to me. It's just so funny how much pressure I used to place on my birthday and relationships I had with people in comparison, and... Look at me. I am dating myself. I was born in the 90s. I bet some of you younger 20s don't even post on Facebook anymore. So it's truly fascinating how quickly social evolves with different generations. But now I want to kind of shift gears and talk about how to escape the birthday blues. So here are a few steps you can take if you're like me and you typically cry on all of your birthdays. Let's escape those birthday blues. If possible, take the day of your birthday off work and give yourself time to have a little break, sleep in, stay up the night before, whatever you want to do that's going to make you feel good. Which leads me to two, go around to all the places to get your free birthday rewards. There is nothing better than making a birthday blues a birthday with, <laughs> with some free things. And yes, I know that was cringy. Get over it. Three, You can buy yourself a gift. As we begin to get older, we realize we can't expect everyone dropping what they're doing to celebrate us and buying us gifts. So we have to celebrate ourselves. Go get a massage, babes. Buy that handbag. Buy yourself a gift. Treat yourself. And lastly, try giving the gift of love to your mother. I mean, she is the one that did all of the hard work for you. And she's the one that made your birthday your birthday before it was just a day. And then now it's the day that you came into the world. So show her you appreciate her. And lastly, I want to end this episode now with 25 things I've learned by 25. Ah, yes. The lessons I've learned and the wisdom I want to shed on you 20 somethings. I can actually not believe I'm 25. I'm halfway through my 20s. And I can honestly say I'm not the same person I was at 20 or 21 or 22 or 23 or even 24. (laughs) But those years, those moments, those life experiences are what made me me now in this day now at 25. So let's begin with my 25 lessons. And I hope that some of these stick for you and I hope some of you can take these into your day and roll with them. But one, your parents are growing up too. Give them a call. Your parents and aunts and uncles and grandparents are getting older too. Call them, tell them you love them, listen to their stories about their lives and their birthdays. Time is truly precious with your family and what you don't want to do is waste it. Two, Money spent on travel is always worth it. Don't believe me? Go watch my YouTube videos. I am never, ever, ever, ever as happy as I am when I'm on an adventure out of the country. Three, don't compare your day one to someone else's day 100. As I've told you before, our timelines are different. Your friends may be married, your friends may have kids, but that doesn't mean that you won't have that someday too if that's something that you want. You know, want to know more? Check out episode one of this podcast. And I can't think of the title, but I think it's something like throwing out your mental timeline. Go listen to it. (laughs) Four, move your body every day to keep the demons and the bad vibes away. Whether it's gym, whether it's a at-home workout, whether it's dancing, jump rope, I don't care what it is. Do it. Move your body. You need to. The older you get, it is so important for your health. I have mentioned this one before in my Getting Over a Friendship Breakup episode, but don't water a friendship that isn't bringing you sunlight. Friends are going to come and go, but you're always left with yourself at the end of the day, so water yourself instead, for sure. Like It is so important, and you don't want to waste time and keep making excuses for other people. Six, never underestimate the power of going for a walk in nature. Seven, your gut feeling is always right. Listen to yourself and follow through with what your gut is telling you. Eight, skincare is your friend. Keep it simple and take off your makeup every single night. And I can truly say this one too because people compliment me all the time on my skin. And I only use two products. I use like a gentle cleanser and I use a moisturizer. But to me, the most important thing is really taking off your makeup before bed. And my makeup remover is a simple micellar water. So I guess that's like three products. But that's what I use. Keep it simple. Take off your makeup. Your skin ages. And for me, I'm still getting ID'd. <laughs> People literally still think I'm like an 18-year-old, especially at work. 10. Capsule wardrobes are in. Trendy fashion is out. Buy stuff you can wear for the rest of your life. Once you go through your second puberty in your 20s, you will relatively stay around the same size. So buy stuff that is quality and will last you. You'll end up saving way more money in the long run. 11. Speaking of saving money, number 11 is save money but also be willing to spend it. I am the Grinch when it comes to money. I am so stingy. But lately, I've been really realizing it's okay for me to buy a Starbucks or to buy a little book every now and then. It makes me happy and babes, everything in moderation. 12. Obsessing over food is not healthy. I don't want to go too in-depth in this one, but I have always struggled with my relationship with food and I've had eating disorders in the past. But just know, food is fuel and it is okay to indulge sometimes, but really don't Obsess over what you're putting in your body in the way that you may be doing right now. 13, this might be a hard pill for some people to swallow, but in my opinion, there's not bad people. There's just people that are bad for you. Sometimes friends and partners are not compatible to you, but that doesn't make them a bad person. So try not to spread negative energy complaining on them because really it's just hurting you. Um, And it really just means they weren't meant to stay a part of your life and a part of your story. So just think about that. There's not necessarily bad people. There's just people that aren't meant to be in your life. Fourteen, compliment people. Whenever you think of something nice, say it. It is always going to make someone stay and it is always going to go so far. Whenever I get compliments on my outfit, I am still thinking about it 24 hours later. I dress up at work Not for my coworkers, not for any men attention. I dress up for the college girls to be like, oh my God, you have such a cute outfit. And you know what? (laughs) It makes me feel so good. So, you know, dress up for you, but just compliment people when you appreciate their style. 15, dance parties will fix all heartbreak and stress. 16, it is okay to cry. There is no shame in it. Sometimes you really just need to let yourself feel, and me, I feel more than the average individual. Is it a true day if Darien hasn't cried before the sun sets? I don't know. This is a question I will answer at a different day. <laughs> 17. Escargot and Brussels sprouts rock. And what I mean by this, your takeaway from this can be always try new food when it's presented to you. Even if you're a picky eater, you may end up liking it. 18. Another really important thing that I have learned is to surround yourself with positive, motivated people. Others may disagree, but to me and what I have learned in my 25 years is you are a million percent who you surround yourself with, whether you want to believe it or not. Your friends how they treat you and how they treat the world is inevitably going to rub off on you and how you think about how you feel about the world 19 it is never too late to start over whether it's with a hobby with where you live a career with heal- healing with healing a relationship no matter what it is you can always start over even if you've always wanted to do something Today can be your day one. Have you wanted to start a podcast and you haven't done it so you think, ugh, I'm 40, I can't do this podcast, ugh, I'm I'm 21, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. That's fine. It's okay to be lost. It's okay to not find your thing. But today, right now, you can start something. You can start over and you can make something beautiful. Twenty. Communication is the most important part of every relationship. And I'm talking both romantic and non-romantic. It works both ways. You need to be able to learn to listen. Learn to speak about your feelings freely and respectfully. Communication is a two-way street. So learn that, embrace that, and move forward with that in all of your relationships. Twenty-one someone's success does not diminish your own we can all be successful and this one's really important to me too because I like to be the biggest fan for all of my friends and I hope that at the end of the day they want to be the biggest fan for me too because I want to see everyone in my life succeed and I would hope that they'd want to see me succeed too. Just because my friend is having a baby, and I always thought that I want to have a baby by 25, that doesn't mean I'm not happy for her. Or that doesn't mean I'm not going to cheer for her. That means I'm going to say, amen, hallelujah, the God is good, the Lord is lording, and we are blessed, and she is blessed, and we will all be blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> um, 22. Do not, I repeat, do not get in a relationship with something that needs fixing. Instead of dating someone for what they could be, only date them for what they currently are. And this one took me a while. This one took me a while to figure out, which leads me to 23. My mom taught me this one. Sometimes you have to kiss a few frogs till you find your prince. And amen, Linda Burtis. You do have to kiss a few frogs till you find your prince. And I'm not even necessarily saying you have to kiss the frogs, but you can go on enough dates to know your prince charming or not. I meant my prince charming. Thank gosh. But ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Were there frogs? There was disgusting frogs. There was tall frogs, warty frogs. You know, I hung out with all the frogs and now I'm happy, but... We'll talk about relationships in another episode. 24. More money is never worth sacrificing your well being. Take this how you want to take this. Whether it means getting in a relationship with someone that has money that is toxic, whether it means trying to upgrade a job that pays more just so you can have more money. There's a few different ways to take this one, but in my experience, well-being will always be above money because well-being is wealth and money is simply for survival. And lastly, 25, to round things out, I rather be dramatic than boring. Yes, I'd rather be dramatic than boring. Boring? Life is too short to be boring. Life is so fun to be dramatic. I can never shut up. I'm dramatic. I started a whole freaking podcast for you guys. But honestly, I was thinking about this the other day, and I posted it on my story on Instagram. Part of me started this podcast for my future kids. Part of me started my blog for my future kids, because I even thought if no one listens to my podcast, if no one else really cares what I have to say or what I have to put out into this world at least I know that if something were to happen to me in the future my baby girl or my baby girl but my baby boy they can listen to my podcast and they can learn a thing or two from their mama okay so you know be dramatic chase your dreams I love you guys, (laughs) but that does wrap up my 25 things. So I hope I shed some wisdom on you, no matter where you're at. I know a lot of my listeners are actually outside their 20s. So hey, 30s, hey, 40s, hey, 50s, hey, 60s, hey, Aunt Viv. (laughs) I am so appreciative to all of you for tuning in today. Thank you for helping me just continue to uncover who I am through writing these episodes through speaking into my silly little mic and don't forget to keep being you. Another thing you don't want to forget is to follow this podcast on whatever platform you get your podcast. Rate the show. I want to know if you love it. I want to know if you hate it. Keep me updated. I want to continue to grow and make this the best podcast it can be for you. Join the 20-something survival guide community on Instagram at Darian Diaries as well as TikTok at Darian Diaries. Until next time, I'm Darian Alexis. Thanks for listening and don't forget to survive and thrive.